0: Hey everyone, this is Kelvin. This is part two of uh, episode 35, and this is my talk with Randall from uh, Ranted Savage Productions. And so for part two, we're gonna focus mainly on the upcoming Navajo Nation Metal Fest, Nakia part two. So I'm gonna go ahead and jump right into that, so check it out. Yeah, going back to the the Navajo Nation like Metal Fest, I understand this is the second one. Um, yeah. Yeah. How? Uh, how did that get? Like, <laughs> how did you uh, get the idea to do that the first time?
1: The first time, I've always wanted to do it. Um, ever since we did the first Windrock Fest, I wanted to do one specifically for metal, but <clears throat> never really had the opportunity. Um, the first one, it just it just happened. Um, Booking agent got a hold of me and said, hey, we got this package deal. Do you, you guys want it? It's going to be on a Saturday. Um, I was like, shoot, you know what? And said, okay, if we can build a festival around it. Um, and <clears throat> just when you talk to these booking agents, you got to talk to them and let them understand where the show is going to be at. The situation the show is going to be in, um, because they they only understand shows off the reservation, where many of the promoters venues are able to make money through alcohol sales, um, and and things like that, you know. But here, it's strictly from the door money. That's all. That's all you're going to make money from. So you got to let them understand that. And they have different tiers as far as doing shows, a regular show, a routed show, a one-off show, or festival slash casino slash um, fair. When it's those, when it's the back end of the, the those last three, the price for a band is very high because they, they just know that it's, it's just, what they do, they charge a lot more for that. So when you say a festival, they, they're they kind of like, all right, they're going to be wanting this much money, but you got to let them know, hey, this isn't an actual festival. It's only a festival in name only. Um, okay. We're not going to have like thousands of people here. Most we'll probably have is probably 700 people come in. Um, no alcohol. And it's just going to be ticket money made so after you get all that explained and everything, then they'll bring the price down. So when they brought the price down for that first metal fest, which was Mushroom Head, the oil, and at the time it was Dope, those three bands, we jumped at it, um, started getting ready. We started um, putting it together, reached out to a lot of the metal bands I knew at the time here in the reservation got it to be very strict that it was that the member, uh, the band had to be at least 50% Navajo. So we got all the bands we needed on there and then we booked it. And then down the road, dope pulled out and then they, the management replaced them with a family ruin uh, European band. Um, And that's how we got that show mushroom head. We've always had them here. Um, I believe that was our fourth or fifth time doing a show with them. So they were good, good friends of ours already. So we were happy to have them. Um, Doyle though, Doyle just blew me away. Uh, the guy is a beast. The guy is freaking crazy. <clears throat> when they showed up that morning before we even opened the doors or anything while the bands were loading in. They set up his weight bench and all his weights right there in the middle of the, the Windrock Sports Center on the basketball court. And he <laughs> started working out. Uh, he was lifting massive amounts of weight. The guy was really tearing it up. Nice as hell though. Freaking nicest guy around. Really cool. talk to you and bullshit with you and everything. And It was awesome because after the show on social media he was just raving about Navo Nation saying that we get it, we we know it because Navo Nation gets it. Nice. So that was a uh, that was a great show. Um, there's a video on YouTube. Uh, um, a friend of mine, who's my business partner in um, a video production company, he put that video together. It's on YouTube under Navo Nation Metal Fest, and it shows all the highlights. And stuff from the show um really put together well if you wanna know what that show was about, you would go there oh yeah, yeah, I'll check that out
0: and then for this um second one um like it, it you mentioned that like you were in contact with alien weaponry um back earlier this year uh when did you get the idea to to host the Navo Nation fest? Okay.
1: well we've we've always talked about it with them um, from the first time I brought them out here um, I got to know them online first I heard of them way back when because um, I'm always looking and reading about metal bands and there was a little bit of talk about this all Maori metal band from New Zealand that, had, that was up and coming. So I started doing a lot of research on them <clears throat> and I was able to find, um, some contact information and I started hitting them up and a lot of the bands, I'll talk to them in our, our, with a, a Navajo greeting first, you know, um, and then just introduce us and myself and everything and tell them who we are and what we do here and what we we just taught and. They replied. They replied in Maori language. I was like, holy cow, holy cow. <laughs> Started bullshitting with them and gonna um, kind of find out. We had a lot in common. And they said, you know what? We're not ready to tour the United States yet, maybe a year or two down the road. So I just told them, I said, just keep us in mind. If you guys are planning the, a U.S. tour, let us know. Um, we'll accommodate. We'll figure it out. And sure enough, two years down the road they got a hold of me and said, Hey, we're coming out, we're gonna be supporting ministry. Um, would you like to do a show? And I said, Yeah, of course. Um, they said it'd probably be after the show, after the ministry tour, maybe they can reroute back this way and do some shows. So I was like, That's fine. Um and then they started doing the the, the, the getting ready for the tour and everything. Come to find out the stop they were doing in salt lake city the venue that ministry was playing in did not allow underage um people in their bands or patrons to be in there underage and at the time they were all under 18 so they asked me hey can we do would you be able to do a show for us headline and all this stuff so we said yeah we can um come out here. We'll do one in Gallup at this place called the Juggernaut. Um, we'll do a show there and know, it's um, Thanksgiving weekend, I believe on uh, Friday or Saturday. So we brought them out and <clears throat> they had a couple of days to kill. So I invited them here into our house and they all stayed here, took over our house for a while. All the, their, uh, tour manager, and they're different techs. Um, Got to know them, all of them well, and they're still really good friends, even though some of them aren't with the band anymore. Um, But ever since then, we started calling them our little brothers, and um, their father is a real good friend of ours. Did the show in Gallup, and we sold out. And they, to this day, they still bring that up, saying that, on every continent that they played for the first time, they've anywhere they played as a headliner, they've always sold out. They played Australia, they did a headline show there, they sold out. Um, they did Europe, the first headline show, they sold out. And then they came to America, our show was the first headline show they ever did, and we sold out. So that that was a that's a great accomplishment for us. And they've, after that, we were just great. And then we um, I gave uh, Henry and Lewis um, a Navo Nation Metal Metal Fest shirt, a few of them that we still had left over. We talked about it and everything. I gave them a shirt, gave them all a shirt, and they were all what badass They that have been. This would be an awesome thing to do because they're all about the indigenous native connection we have with them. So I said, well, maybe next time you guys come through, maybe we can do that. We'll plan a show and you a metal fest with you guys and all this stuff. Nice. So we're always in the talks. And then um, later that year, they, that, that following summer, they played Donnington. And I uh, always remember it because we were watching on the big screen and we we're watching them go on and hear Henry, the drummer's in the back doing the Maori chants and everything with the beats before the show, getting it going. And here he's wearing my Navo Nation medal shirt on. And on the big screen on the sides of the stage, bigger than life, there was a, it shows them with that Navo Nation medal shirt on. Oh, yeah. I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, that's sick. <laughs> that, was, that was the coolest thing. And it's it's out. There, it's on YouTube if you look it up. Oh yeah, I'll definitely you, check that it. out. And I was like, "Holy cow!" Awesome. So <clears throat> then I, I I talked to them about it, saying we're well, still going to do it. We're going to do it somewhere. somewhere. and they came back last year. Uh, well, that that November or October before the pandemic started in. 2019 but that one we couldn't do it it was in a weekend so when this one came up then we started really working on trying to get them to do the metal fest and that's how we got them to on a weekend their yeah. management, their mom and their dad really pushed at it so big props to them for yeah. helping us get it going yeah. Too.
0: yeah in a way it sounds like and you know, we, it, up and we really kind of kicked this off and really it's kind of a way to celebrate, uh, you know, their their music and how much they appreciate the indigenous people.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Their new, their first new video for this album, Um can't remember the name of the song, but Henry's wearing that shirt in there again. Nice. The uh, Navajo Nation Metal Fest. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, that shirt's going to be freaking old and ready to fall apart, so... Uh, Get some new ones made for them. (laughs) Put them on it.
0: And then um, I'm looking at the flyer. Um, Can you tell me about Death Club? I haven't. I'm not familiar with them.
1: Um, Death Club is um, Dead Cross. Have you heard of Dead Cross?
0: Uh, yes, I've heard of the name. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Dead Cross. There, that's the. The drummer for that one is um, Dave Lombardo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. From Slayer, Yeah, Yeah, that's his other band. That's one of his other bands. So that's how I heard of them. Um, Dead Cross. And Dead Cross is really good, very hardcore, out there kind of music. But it's still, it's kind of like um, Dillinger, Skate playing, You know how hard and crazy their arrangements are? Yeah, it's Um, like...
0: uh... their uh, time signatures are like constantly changing.
1: Yeah, yeah. They're like that. I mean, the Dead Cross and stuff like that. So, and to be fair and to be honest, I mean, I I know Dead Cross but I don't know Death Club. They were offered to me. There was in this, um, one of the agents got a hold of me and said, hey, I represent these guys. They're going to be in the area. Would you want them to on here. Let me know. So he sent me all the information, sent me a private link to their new album, um, which is a video album. They, they performed the whole album. Um, it's a private link. And I watched it and I was like, wow, that blew me away. I was like, wow, this is a good fucking band. And then I started doing some YouTube on them and I found they did a um, killing joke song, The Weight. The, the song that um metallica does oh yeah and um their version is, is really good i was like wow i don't mind having these guys on here let's do it so that's how i got def clip on there
0: i'm just looking at the flyer one of the band that sticks out um merciless indian savages um i don't know yeah. if they've had a live show yet, so this might be their first live show. So I'm I'm pretty
1: like It could on that. Be, yeah, because they're they're fairly new. Um I think just this past year they started um their social media stuff and then they started getting their music out there. I love it. I, I love their their style. I love their music. Um especially um I'm trying to remember the name of their song. Black Ocean? Okay. You know I love that song. I mean just the breakdown in it, the bass, it's it just it's, I haven't heard anything like that before. Um that's one of my favorite songs.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they're they're badass. I mean I, I just, you know, heard about them on like social media and um I'm a big fan of Bandcamp, so I, I ordered their music through Bandcamp and Yeah, nice. Yeah they they're sick yeah they're all all native um and um i saw that they're uh they just recruited um, I believe his name is Ruben. um uh, he's the bass player for 6 million dead so oh really cool. yeah oh nice yeah i nice. i think i i mean i don't want to say i have a favorite but honestly i think 6 million dead is just probably one of the heaviest probably the heaviest band nice, that I've nice. seen like locally
1: yeah I tried to get uh, Ocean Harvest out here too
0: yeah I was lucky enough to talk to a lot of these bands but there's a couple I still want to talk to especially um, Salvation uh, Salvation's Lost uh, I'm a big fan of their, yeah. their music and War Motor
1: um, yeah Salvation's Lost is a pretty older one of the older bands from the area they were, they're always good one of them, one of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, Bigfoot is a young band. I mean, they're, 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 they're kids with, I don't know if it's a father or an older relative that plays with them that I'm in contact with. He's the one that <clears throat> I got in contact with. But if you look at Bigfoot's um, social media, it's some kids playing. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, wow. Asked them, a friend of mine, the guy from Disturbed Ritual, my brother Norman, um, were talking about um, Native blood and stuff like that, Dying Tribe. I told him I tried to invite Dying Tribe. And he goes, hey, my, the, the guy that was kind of associated with all of them, his name's Larry Lucero. He's, he, he said, I think he has a band called Bigfoot from Flagstaff. Um so I at that right at that time I just reached out and just asked them. Hey, you guys doing anything? And I heard a couple of their stuff on social media and they were good. So I said, You guys got originals or you guys can you guys do at least a thirty minute set? Could you guys do this, could you do that? And they were fired up. They went they were like, Okay, yeah. So that's how I got them on there. Never heard them, never seen them. But um um always willing to give people a chance. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, you definitely got a good, good lineup. What was your... Did you have, like, anything in mind when you were, like, reaching out to bands, like, as far as, like, uh, not necessarily a criteria, or was it just kind of, like, bands that were available
1: at the time? Yeah, there was some bands that I was waiting to hear back from, um, and unfortunately, some of them never got back with me, Um, or, like, Mutilated Tyrant. I really wanted them on here, but they were already... The drummers going on tour with another band at that time, so they couldn't do it, which is a shame. I really wanted them on there. And there's some other bands that just didn't get back with me. Um, And then I started getting... Once I kind of got as many of the locals that I could on this, as far as time-wise, I started getting requests from... Other native bands from across the country, um, even from Canada, um, that were asking to come and play. Um, so I just I, I just took names down, contacts, everything on those because if i it, it may expand next year. It may expand to double a two day thing, but we'll see. I'm, I'm trying to get it. I'm getting ahead of myself. I think.
0: Oh no! I'd I'd love to see it get bigger, bigger, better, and faster, yeah. louder. Um, yeah, hopefully yeah, yeah. it can exactly. keep growing.
1: Because my uh, my brother Dez already kind of said he he wants to play play it. They just couldn't do it this year. Or if they could, it would have been um, a lot of money. Um, Devil Driver. So I said, well, next year, let's go plan on it. Um, I'd love you guys to do a headline on the Navajo Nation Metal Fest. So that's gonna be one of the ones I'm gonna work with for the next one for sure.
0: Nice. Do you have any uh, any other kind of like, I mean, this is all just kind of like, you know, like we're, what if, but like for like another one, what would be some like bands nationally or locally that you'd like to host?
1: I would like to get Gate Creeper up here from oh, yeah. Uh, Phoenix. There, yeah, hell yeah. Um, I've I've actually, I actually was really, 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 really trying to get them on this one. <laughs> I was trying to get a hold of anybody, anything, anybody, anywhere that knew anybody associated with them put in emails, did their message contacts, email contacts that they have on their social medias, everything, but never got nothing back from no one. So I'm like, wow, okay.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's sick. I, I mean, I don't, I'm a big fan of them too. I don't, I don't know them personally, but um, yeah, yeah they, they, that'd be a good one. I mean, it's, it's a, pretty much a local good. band, Phoenix.
1: And then uh, Turnstile. I want to get Turnstile out here. Um, who else would be a good one? There's a lot of them, dude. There's uh, so many bands nowadays. But, yeah, so a lot of the old school I'd love to bring out, too. Um, of course, Exodus again. Um, Death Angel again. Death Angel, I brought them out, and we played. First time they played here in Navajo I took them to the Four Defiance Chapter House. They played the Fort Defiance Chapter mm-hmm. House. Nice, and that that show just blew them away. And they, um, in fact, they have a video, out, a home video, with that show in it, and them talking to fans and hanging out and stuff like that. Um, and <clears throat> I, and like I said, they they really loved it. it. Made a big impact on them so much that. Uh, I think like two, three years down the road, they were playing in Albuquerque. I think who they played with, I think it was Anthrax and somebody else they're opening up for. But me and my older brother were walking by just looking at shirts. And um, Mark Posaguita, the singer, was by there uh, signing autographs. There's a big, long line down the road. All these people lined up waiting to meet him. And we were just walking by, and I was like, Hey, stick out, there's Martin. So I just waved at him and said, Hey, Martin, he sure looked at me my brother and sure pointed at us and said, Fort Defiance. And I was like, Holy shit. That's fucking cool. And then he stopped what he was doing. He came over and gave us a hug and bullshitted real quick and stuff like that. And I was like, Wow, that is, that is really cool.
0: <laughs> nice.
1: Because Death Angel was one of my favorite bands growing up. I mean, just because they were all brothers, the original band, they were all cousins and brothers and stuff like that. And I always thought that was the coolest thing.
0: Yeah, they're practically Navajo. Aren't they all like Filipino or something like that?
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's that's why I I gravitated towards (laughs) them. Um, Who else? Oh, we brought... um, John's five out to Fort Defiance chapter one year, too. It's probably about, what, four or five years ago? That one, those people just didn't believe it. Yeah. And there was a lot of people, there was, yeah. there was people that didn't show up because they thought it wasn't real. But I was like, Pfft. I don't think I would have put all that promotion out there and not make it real.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but he was a cool guy really cool guy took him to Windorock and cruised him around he wanted to see the Reds so just drove him around locally showed him around and stuff that's cool
0: um yeah there's so many that that'd be perfect fit um or going back to some of the bands that you worked with um did you ever work with Machine Head
1: no no No. I've always wanted to we always tried um but they got to the point that they were asking a lot of money, um, and with that kind of money, I would have to charge like a fifty, sixty dollar ticket. And I was like, No, nah, I can't do that. I couldn't do that. Oh, wow. Always wanted to. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. Whatever. wanted to do
0: and then um quick, another the, um, quick question. Um going, when you you know, when you do shows like this, um like on the res, like how much um how much would uh would you say the Navajo Nation uh tribe itself, like you know, the I guess the 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 the, the people working in the office, like do they ever do you have to like run stuff by them or do they ever like you know, offer to help or get involved?
1: Nope. Nothing. They're there to bask in the light. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the day, day of the show, but when it comes to getting it done and um,
0: Like sponsoring it? I haven't
1: like... asked. Yeah, I haven't asked recently, um, but I, the very first year, few years I used to ask um, and they would always say no. Uh, it was always a hard no. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm blessed and I'm lucky enough that I um, I know a lot of people. My older brother knows a lot of people. We're, we we always we're always good to people, so we have a lot of friends. And they <clears throat> work in various areas within the tribe, so they're able to help us kind of, um, not do things illegally or anything like that, but to try to, um, put a good word in here, there, try to help us get some paperwork done or anything, you know, um, they're always there to help. So that's, it all goes back to that. Um, I have a great support system, uh, a lot of people that love to help and are willing to help, um,
0: Yeah, heck yeah. Yeah, I'll sure. definitely promote the promote the hell out of it on, when I put these out.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because right now it's just, um, and that, that's what a lot of them, the, the the bands I ask them to do is, you guys, you guys are promoting yourselves. You guys got to get out there. You guys got to do that. I'm not doing this for you guys. I'm doing this for the fans. If you guys want to be on the show, you got to do this. You got to promote. You got to sell tickets. Um... It's really hard to um, pay a lot of bands. It's because I I have to pay the bigger bands a lot of money. Then I have to pay production costs, security costs, rental costs, insurance costs. Um, it adds up into oh. the thousands, mean multiple thousands. What's, so, it, what's it, the it's biggest costing. cost for
0: you when you host shows like this big?
1: Um, usually, the bands. Oh, bands. Okay. Usually, the bands. Um, and then the production costs as far as the sound and lighting. And then um would fall down to probably the security and then the venue, then the security, or not security, insurance. So it gets costly. It gets really costly. Um, having to order tickets, printed tickets, it costs a lot um, advertising. Oh yeah. It's, it, it it adds up. Um, but with like the metal fest, the thing with that, I kind of rely on the the local bands on the tour, on the show to do a lot of the legwork to do the selling of the ticket. A lot of the bands, like I said, I try to tell them they got to promote themselves. Um, I know it gets costly and a lot of bands don't have the ability to buy merch or buy t shirts or stuff like that. Um, But they got to figure out, they got to get out there, social media, they got to sell themselves, you know. And that's who I kind of pick. That's how I kind of go about getting people on this, um, on shows like this, are the ones that I know that can push it are the ones that can sell themselves and sell the show to the to the people. Um, not to say that the bands that aren't on here aren't worthy. Um if I had another day of course I'd I'd throw a bunch more on here. Um but it's up to the bands they gotta promote themselves like crazy as well. And this is all for them. get them out there get them seen get them heard
0: yeah for sure i would love to see like a native band like get on a metal you know record label and get play across the the country that'd be really cool and yeah yeah even Um, like playing a local show like this can even start that process
1: always said it from the beginning that i've had the opportunity to put on some amazing bands bands that I've always said had it that could have gone that extra made it to the big stage the big the national stage the international stage but they just didn't have the opportunities to play um, as much as you would down in the cities Um, and they just without opportunities without backing or anything um, life life happens you know they have to get a job they have to do this they have kids or something and their bands just fall to the wayside Um, a lot of bands a lot of amazing bands I've was um, had the opportunity to have on some of my shows um, and see live and it's a shame I've always said some of these bands have it they just need to get pushed and uh seen so I'm still trying to do that I'm still trying to help them um but it it takes a lot
0: oh yeah yeah definitely a lot of I think a lot of work on their part too like you said yeah I know one band that I see that kind of has the potential is Graves of the Monuments they they're album that came out last year just sounds really clean and like really professional even like yeah. the cover and their music video yeah. all that yeah. stuff it just it just looks like they're it's like they're hungry and hard-working
1: yeah yep that's the same with uh, one bullet away um they did that song with um i can't remember the guy just at this, at this moment The famous a guy from one of the well-known bands out there. I don't know how they did it, but they had him guest vocal on one of their songs, and that's a great song. Really good song.
0: Oh yeah. yeah, you got it. Rise from within with Eric Jensen. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And then there's um, Alchemy too.
0: Yeah, they're they're another art. one that, Yeah, they they everything they they do looks professional.
1: The guitarist, um, Bronson, I've worked with them for so long, from the very beginning of my production company. They used to have a a, a blues band called Rocking Horse, really good. I mean, that that was one of the coolest rock um, blues rock bands they had here on the Navajo Nation, Rocking Horse, and they used to pair it up everywhere. And then he disappeared, he, he started teaching, got his began his career as a teacher and then one year, about what, four years, five years ago, he popped up saying, I got this new project with my son and his friends called Alchemy and were with this, with that and I think they posted a video online and it just so happened at the time, um, it was fair time and um, the the medical center used to do um, they call it the Healthy Village. We used to rent out this big tent, and within that tent, we would put up a event stage and everything. And they would have all these events all day long in there for kids and families and stuff like that. And uh, they came up with the idea saying, "Hey, you do a lot of music stuff on the side." would you want to take over the evening stuff when all the staff leave? We don't get to get the best money for your buck for all the stuff we rent. So I was like, yeah. So we start doing music festivals in there. And, and I think the second or third year we did that, um, was when Alchemy came out and I said, Hey, Bronson, um, you guys never played for anybody live and everything. I'm going to give you guys the opportunity to come on out and play on this stage for metal night. Um, and he was all for it. And so they came out and they just blew everybody away. They, they rocked that place. I was like, freaking a, you guys are bad-asses. So I've always had, I've always, always in, um, Alchemy's corner after that. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. I've seen them live, and uh, they're they're sick. They even like their production on the stage is stands out.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So shout out to them. Um, but yeah, there's a yeah. lot. I mean, there's yeah. so many. I just yeah, it'd, it'd be cool to yeah, like you yes, said, I put mean, in a two-day festival.
1: Um, the biggest show I've ever been a part of is um, when. We brought corn out here for the fair. I was, I was like, "Holy shit, we did it! <laughs> we fucking did it!" But because I've been trying to get the fair to do a metal night for years since I started, I've been pushing and pushing and pushing and one year they they kind of changed management up, and I knew the guy running the whole thing. He asked me, who can you get? I know you can get somebody. So I started digging, digging and digging and talking to people I know in the business and all these booking agents and everything. And we tried to do Megadeth, but fuck, they were astronomical as far as money.
0: Wow.
1: Um, And then the one agent I was talking to said, hey, these guys are in the area, they're just doing one-off this summer. What are you Are you interested in corn? I was like, um, um, <laughs> um. I was try not to be super excited. I was just like, uh, yeah, maybe, let me, um, what do they want? And he gave me their price and I went back to the manager of the fair at the time and told him. His eyes kind of popped out and I said, I know. I said, don't, let me talk to them. I can, I can bring them down. I can bring them down. So I went back and played them, not played them, but haggled with them, talked to the management and brought it down enough that Navajo Nation said, let's do it. So when we did bring them out, the fair, we, they put them on a Sunday the Navajo Nation Fair on a Sunday is usually dead. The whole fairground is just dead. Nobody around. You can actually see tumbleweeds rolling by. But on that Sunday, when they had corn, that whole fairground was packed all day. People were excited. People were everywhere. People were enjoying the fair still on a Sunday. And the, the, the show just topped it off. They were, they, that was one of the best shows I've ever been to.
0: That was at the Rodeo Ground, right? Just
1: all, yeah, just a that, sea yeah. of Navajos. That's all you could see because I was up on the, you know, in front of the stage area. And because um, they, they, the fair, the the fair people hired people to take care of the front, and I kind of knew that they would would not be prepared for this sort of stuff because they were usually there for country shows, you know? So I had my guys just on standby waiting around, um, and sure enough, they couldn't handle it, so I rushed all my guys up to the front. They were starting to pull people out, take them out nicely and being very um, professional with them and everything, so that's how I ended up up in front and hanging out and stuff like that. But I was just sitting there watching people and it's just like, holy cow, there's a shitload of Nabos. That's all you see.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I, I missed that. I was living in Tucson at the time and I remember really wanting to go, but it was a Sunday night and I was still in school. I just missed out on it.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then and I thought right here, this is gonna make it, you know, this is gonna change it, this is gonna allow us to get these bands in here and, but no it Management changed again and went back to the same old guy and that guy just jerks your chain all the time. He's still there, too. And I'm like, if you, they invite you to all these meetings and you get all these ideas going, you get everything going and in the very end, he just turns to the country, guys, and say, okay, so what are we going to do? And he just kind of blows you off and like, so I got to the point I just screw him every time I get a email or a call asking to come out I'm like screw you guys yeah if can get jerked around again
0: oh uh, yeah that sucks no yep. uh, well hopefully yeah we can well I mean there's no fair this year but I don't know I don't know what the future holds for for the travel council but yeah it'd be good to get some new faces in there get some new ideas
1: yeah yeah Yep. When you never know. Never know.
0: Yeah, awesome. Um yeah, I definitely want to talk to some more of the bands I haven't talked to that are definitely part of the festival so hopefully um I can reach out to them before and I don't know, help build this uh you know, just keep building on this uh around this festival so that more people can show up. Yeah. Um, cool. One thing I i i i think I emailed Max Cavalera like I want to say like fifteen times. I haven't got a reply back, but if he's ever interested, I—I'd I, like to talk to him for like I don't know a couple of minutes, maybe around that time when during the festival.
1: Yeah, um I'll run it by Gloria. Let her know that um, you're out there. I mean, you have good content. um You have a lot of content out there, so um i don't see them thinking oh this is just someone that wants to talk to us you know oh yeah some guy off the streets type
0: oh yeah mentality. no I, honestly like i said i moved here i had nothing to do so i'm just like i mean i wasn't even like
1: <laughs> cool well I'll, I'll see you around the office now
0: yeah oh for sure yeah, yeah. oh uh, yeah now,
1: i know the other day i said hey good morning so you're just kind of like blew me off. Oh no, I was late. I was like probably running. (laughs) I was
0: running late in the morning. Like fuck, like I'm just trying to, cause we have like staff meetings in the morning and I'm like trying to get to clinic on time. I was like,
1: ah, typical Navajo.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, sorry about that. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like trying to like get, I'm like already running late and I'm trying to get there so my boss doesn't get mad at me.
1: Well, it was good talking to you. Thank you for listening to me, Rhett.
0: Yeah, no problem. I enjoyed it. And I'll uh, work on the uh, getting this together and I'll definitely send you um, kind of like what I got. And then you can kind of, I'll probably maybe put it in two parts too. Cause like I, I look at the, cause like with, when you have like Spotify and um, Apple and all these different apps, you can look at who's listening and what, where they're listening. And um, yeah, it seems like, people listen to the most are either are in Gallup. um see a lot of people in san carlos for some reason and somebody somebody lives in ohio that listens to this a lot that's kind of cool but um on spotify it's funny you can look at who how old they are and what kind of music they listen to so it's but it's it's between 18 and 45 are the people that listen and the people that like this that listen they also like Listening to Metallica Slipknot in George Strait. So it's kind of cool.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's cool.
0: That was my talk with Randall Hosky of Rancid Savage Productions. Hope everyone enjoyed that interview. And I uh, hope everyone checks out the Navo Nation Metal Fest Nakia Part 2. Uh, you can get your ticket at holdmyticket.com, Juggernaut Music and Gallup, Bay Customs, and Window Rock, or directly from the bands. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, play a little ad I put together. So if you listened this far, um, thank you. You're, you know, here's a little gift for you. All right, take care. Bye. Saturday, November 20th, 2021, Window Rock, Arizona, Window Rock Sports Center. Rancid Savage Productions presents the Navo Nation Metal Fest Part Two Naket, featuring the return of Alien Weaponry and featuring a rare live appearance by Go Ahead and Die, featuring Max Cavalera of Soulfly and Sepultura. Also, up-and-coming hardcore grind punk act Death Club, and support from some of the best heavy metal bands that Native America has to offer. Featuring Alchemy, Bigfoot, Born of Winter, Cascade Effect, Ethnic Degeneration, and Graves of the Monuments, Merciless Indian Savages, M.I.S. Also, One Bullet Away, Power Take, Salvation's Lost. Shadow remain. Signal 99. Six million dead. Testify. Under exile. War motor. Get your tickets at holdmyticket.com. Juggernaut Music, Gallop, Day Customs, Window Rock, or you can get tickets directly from the bands mentioned. This event follows COVID-19 restrictions and protocols. Ages 12 and older must show proof of vaccination to enter. Come on out and support indigenous metal.
1: Hell yeah. Let's fucking go, Dan.